0: this thing, but me either, but I like it. I, I need like to be on like the end I know. away from no, everybody. You I don't need know. to be right in, in the middle, middle. I don't know. I don't right know. Right next
1: to my co host every Wednesday night and also Woo! on Hanging with the Boys on DallasCowboys.com, the big Nate News. What's up, man? Hey, hey, man hey, big hey, fella. Hey, I'm going to say this right quick. Like,
2: say it. That's the teammate. Used to be a teammate. Used to be a teammate. Teammate, man. Yeah, <laughs> well, we used
1: to hey. work. We used to work at the enemy station
3: a long time ago, brother. Thank you. Well, hey Nate, while
1: yeah. you're introducing teammates? Why don't you introduce your other your teammate there at the end of the table? No, I want you to do it. Okay. You you've been very good. I want you to see you get this right okay. with this great okay. guest. Come on. So <laughs> teammates, back in the '90s, back yeah. in the glory days. Yes, sir. Defensive lineman, the great Russell Maryland. Welcome yes, to the show, Yes, sir. Yes.
2: First overall pick in what year? 1991 1991 well, he yeah. beat out our last guest last week yeah. that's rocket we yeah. picked him over rocket We're, that's right that's we yeah right.
1: we i want to know that that story i want to yeah. get into that because i feel like if, if you would have been here last week with rocket there might be a little beef Ooh, still yeah. left over from that uh, maybe maybe all right we'll get to that a little bit so maybe. what have you been up to russell
4: oh man uh really just kind of uh, just enjoying retirement and uh not trying to do a lot of vocationally just yet. You know, I do some speaking, some motivational speaking and uh, some charity work, but uh, for the most part, I have really uh, taken the time to uh, be with my kids, to, to grow them up. Uh, you know, I have a, my, my daughter, she's, she's out of the house, off through college, <laughs> uh, and uh, now she's working, making it on her own. Uh, I have a senior at the University of Miami. Uh, my, uh, Iris, and then I have uh, uh, my son, who's uh, is, he's my, my my final one. He's my football guy, and uh, he is a, a senior, uh, wide receiver, tight end, and uh, so that's basically what I've been doing these last uh, couple of years, trying to grow them up and make sure that they are productive citizens. So you're almost an empty nester. Almost, right? almost. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Nate
1: said your 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 son is a heck of a football player, right?
4: Oh wow, yes, yes. Uh, I'm uh, he makes me so proud. He's Uh, uh, a better athlete than I ever thought about being. I mean, he uh, plays wide receiver over at uh, South Lake Carroll High School, and uh, he is, uh, man, he's got like, I don't know how many receptions, but like 500 yards, two more games to go, and uh, like eight touchdowns. Wow. Uh, And he's really, really rocking it. So uh, I'm very proud of uh, Russell Jr. is his name. Or RJ Marilyn. Yeah. Yeah. RJ
0: (laughs) Maryland. Yeah.
2: Wow, man.
0: I'm a big fan of people named (laughs) RJ. Yeah, there there you you go. There you go. (laughs) Are you you a good sports dad? Like, you know, like some dads get like overbearing and everything.
4: You know what, RJ? I am. uh, I just kind of sit back and chill. And uh, for the most part, I let the coaches do the coaching. I I don't want to be. The star of the show, or I don't want to be the guy that that guy who used to play and that's uh, trying to tell to tell everybody what to do, you know. Right. And, and I couldn't do it anyway for him because he's a wide receiver. I know absolutely nothing
3: mm-hmm.
4: about running routes or catching balls. So, you know, if it ain't about putting my hands in the dirt and trying to plug up holes, then I'm gonna sit back. But even if uh, my son were a defensive lineman, I think I'd probably sit back and let the coaches coach and, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, what I do with my son. This is what I do. When we get home, and uh, he said, "Dad, let's watch the practice." And I watch yeah. practice, and I really just kind of talk to him overall about the mentality of the game, and you know uh, how to go 100%, or uh, how to, you know, the things that I learned that kept me going, that are just that every football player every, at every position needs to know.
2: You know, and 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 I don't know if you got time, but. You ought to tell the story of how you got to the universe of Miami. Wow. He all guts, all guts and glory, man. I'm telling you. Let's hear it. Yeah, yeah we yeah, got yeah, plenty got, of time. Yeah. Oh, we got plenty now, of time. Yeah. Okay. okay. Nate, yeah. Tell so you got.
1: Nate's got to send out a tweet, and it's going to take him at least the <laughs> no, first got, segment got, or two of it. It. the show. So we got I plenty got, of time.
2: I got <laughs> it. it. Thank you, Sheldon. I got it. <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> well, to start that
4: story, I grew up south side of Chicago. Uh, you know, 1970s, 1980s, and it wasn't nothing special about me. I was the middle child of uh, three boys. Uh, my mom worked for the Chicago Police Department as an accountant, so I saw her work hard every day get up er- early every morning, fix us breakfast, get out. And uh, my father, he worked for a better part of 30 years for the Chrysler Corporation. He was one of the first African American uh, zone managers in the Chicagoland area. So he got up early, he traveled a lot different dealerships, taking orders and all of that. So I saw him working hard every day. And so they kind of instilled in me that uh, anything that that I was to do, that I needed to work hard at it. And uh, I I, I started playing football. We didn't have the Pee Wee leagues like they have here in Texas. I didn't start until I was 13 years old and freshman. First time I put on the pads, and I was terrible. <laughs> I sucked. I sucked bad. Were you a big kid, though? I was pretty big. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty big. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, as a 13 year old freshman, and uh, uh, I, I, I would get nervous before every game. I just, you know, just wasn't confident at all. Uh, but as a you know, sophomore year, I got a little bit taller, a little bit bigger, a little bit better until when I was a senior, I was a 325 pound. 17-year-old senior. <laughs> I was pretty big. Uh, and uh, so it was one thing that I knew that I could do by the time that I was a senior is I could move people around mm-hmm. offensively and defensively. So I played both ways. And uh, so um, just uh, – but I wasn't considered one of the tops in the Chicagoland areas. Thousands of kids playing yeah. Chicagoland football. I wasn't top at anything. But, um, uh, you know, I got one scholarship offer. And that was the Indiana State University. Mm-hmm. I could have been a Sycamore. There you go. <laughs> All right. yeah, Larry could've. Bird. That's it. Larry Bird. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, who else played here? Uh, yeah. Larry Bird. Larry Did Bird? I tell you Larry Bird? <laughs> 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 but my father, uh, unbeknownst to me, he really wanted me to go to the University of Miami. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I, didn't really, I wasn't really a college football fanatic. Uh, but my father had plans for me that I didn't know about. So he made me turn down the scholarship. Mm. Uh, to uh, The only scholarship offer to Indiana State. And uh, I didn't know what was going on. I was like, oh, I just listened to my dad. You know, my dad uh, was bigger than I was. So. <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> <my> God! <laughs> That's Maryland, but Yeah, tough. yeah. And, uh, I don't know. Nobody go against James Maryland. So. <laughs> um, and so, uh, you know, he sent a, a VHS tape of mine. He put all of my plays together. That was the first year in 1986 that we got video. 1985 wow. season. And right. uh, he put uh, my, uh, some clips of my tapes together. Highlights. Highlights, yep. And uh, sent it to the University of Miami. And uh, just, uh, I guess it got uh, looked at by the head guy at the time, Jimmy Johnson. And Jimmy Johnson said, uh, "Just going go take a look at this kid. He's pretty, uh, he's a fat kid. But uh, <laughs> he's a fat kid. He's a fat kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but he's got some potential. And uh, so, long story short, um, on the they were recruiting another big-name guy, a guy named Mel A.G. I don't yeah, know if you remember yeah, Mel. Mel, I remember. Uh, Mel A.G. was the guy he had committed to the University of Miami in 1986 up until the signing date. And in the signing date, it was between University of Miami and Illinois. And he chose to go to Illinois. And so Coach Hubbard Alexander, right. who was recruiting me, who's recruiting us, he said, hey, it, he's gone, and, you know, we, you're the man. You, you still, you still need a scholarship, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> and I got the last scholarship to the wow, University of Miami wow. in 1986.
2: And I'll yeah. take this f- story even further. Y'all yeah, remember Jimmy? Jimmy? We called yeah. him. What? What we call Jimmy? Who? Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy, Jimmy. Johnson. No, no, no. I'm talking Coach. About, Oh. The defensive tackle, Jim. <laughs> oh, Jimmy Jones, Jimmy Jones, Swampy, uh, Jimmy Jones, Swampy. Swampy, Swampy Jones. we call him Swampy. <laughs> Swampy. And Swampy was one of Do we want to m-
0: know why you called him That's Swampy? A, Swampy was
2: from Okeechobee, Florida. Florida. Okay. okay. All right. I okay. thought it was for <laughs> sweat sweat in yeah, There you, in certain go. Areas. There you go. Yeah. He was one of the most – when he wanted to be, he was one of the most talented guys in the world. hmm and I think we what we got him in the third round, second round, or whatever. But yeah. anyway, we we got we the Cowboys drafted him, mm-hmm. and that's who Russ always had to compete against. Yeah, he always had to compete against him. He had sixteen one tens. Yeah, you know, Swampy don't want to make him Russ maker, so hey, <laughs> Russ get the start. Then Russ builds into who Russ we know today. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. His story is to me one of the greatest stories untold. Y'all need to do one of them. Deep blues on what Russ came through and and how he – yes, sir. Yes, sir. We
1: know somebody that might be able to make that happen. Yeah, Nick need to make that happen, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What do you remember – how do you remember Russ as as a teammate once he got to the pros, once you all were on the same team? He he
2: came here as a professional. Mm -hmm. See, you know, I didn't come as a professional. I came as a, you know, for lack of a better word, just immature. Mm -hmm. He came as a professional. He knew what he wanted to do. He knew what Coach Johnson stood for and the ethics and the work ethic, and the discipline. And he was the guy, man, I'm telling you, I talked when he went to the Raiders, I this other great defensive lineman played for Clemson, I can't even remember his name, came up to me and said, you know, man. Russ got great instincts. He won't never follow him. If they tell him to stay in the A-gap, <laughs> Russ go stay in the A-gap. But he'll tell you before the play, ball coming here. Look for it right here. He said he just started making the plays because go Russ. I can't think of the great player from Clemson. Yeah. might be talking
4: about Chester McLaughlin. Chester McLaughlin. Yeah. He told yeah. me at the pro bowl. He said,
2: man, Russ one of the greatest dudes in the world. He got great, great instincts,
1: but he need to follow. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas, let's take our first break when we come back. These Dallas Cowboys had a week off, but you know what? It wouldn't be the Dallas Cowboys without a little bit of drama. Yeah, man. Something happened with the uh, with the depth chart today. Yes, it did, man. You got a quarterback that that that, you know, has a little bit of an injury. Did he practice? Did he not? Let's get some of that info on these current Dallas Cowboys. We'll take our first break when we come back all of that and more. You're listening to the Cowboys Crosstalk on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network.
3: WBC Mortgages, Cowboys Crosstalk. Yeah, check this out. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco.
1: Normally I would say with our special guests, but we have special guests tonight. Welcome to the show, back to the show, R.J. Choppy of chop, 105.3, chop. the fan fame. To his right, the great Nate Newton. Nate Newton. And to his right, his former teammate, back in the good old days the 90s oh, cowboys they coming back baby Russell Maryland <laughs> yeah, what right, show sure right. yeah. and Russ before we get back to it did you know that at SWBC they have customized solutions for individuals and businesses and they're just a click away I did not know that Don't do like Nate don't do it on the show wait till after the show but visit visit swbc.com yeah. to learn more and start your next wow. adventure Let's speak about those 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 cowboys coming back Nate what 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 we had a bye week, right? Yes, we did. The Cowboys are five and one. Yes, we. Yeah. Did you, RJ, start with you? Did yeah. you see this coming? Yeah. Did you see five and one coming out of the bye week coming
0: at all? Well, I am six and zero oh in picking the games correctly. Uh, the week of, okay. you know, as they go. But no, I thought like four or two. I thought they would have lost to Tampa, okay, and then lost to New England like before the season started. Yeah. Uh, I just thought you know going to New England before a bye. Because we, the week of the bye is the tough one, right? That's, That's where right. your mind wanders. Right. right? That's where right. your mind starts to wander. Yeah. Uh, so I had it four and two. But five, yeah. I mean, th- this team has played – they've played 6-0 and o football. Yeah. I mean, you have right. a lead against the champs in the final minute. I mean, you're playing 6-0 and o football. That's mm-hmm. your only loss. No, but I didn't see five and one in the way they've done it. I mean, this is – I mean, just buy your tickets, man.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Russ, what you thinking, Russ? What you think? You, know, you know I'm
4: thinking, you know – for the games that I watch, I don't, you know, if my son asks me to watch them, I watch them. But for the right. most part, I will just see the highlights and I, I look at, uh, the, the, you know, the leadership of it, and I try to, I make comparisons, you right. know. I think uh, Dak is a great leader. Right. Uh, I think, uh, you know, he's bringing along Zeke, and right. uh, he's bringing the offense along, and uh, the defense just has to, you know, has to keep up with them. You know, uh, I think overall, especially defensively. Really playing over and above what people expected out of him. Mm-hmm. and that's the and that's the great uh, surprise of the whole season, to have this guy Digs making all these interceptions. Yeah. I mean, come on, man, that just. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, and uh, really, for, for when if I zero it in, I look at a guy like Randy Gregory, who from where he came from, when I was uh, helping right. helping the Cowboys out a couple right. of years ago, from to see the leaps and bounds that he's come from, and now he's just come turned into a, a heck of a player. I'm loving it. So when I see those uh, steps that are made by guys like that, then I, I, I just have nothing but kudos for all of them.
1: Nate, you're the biggest homer on this panel. Yes, I am. Yeah, you are. You, yes, I am. You pick them to go 16 or 17 and 0 every year. But, yes, I do. But <laughs> did you see them realistically playing this kind of football this early in the season? I,
2: I saw a defense that was automatically better just because they got new players. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's how terrible we yeah. was last year, Chalk. I mean, just by lining up guys, saying, you know, that guy's just better because he lined up right. Yeah. And we got guys now that are <laughs> lining up right and trying to mature. I didn't, you know, I'm going to always pick the Cowboys every week. Every week to win. I can see and I can vision. But I, I was like, man, and you know, I put it on my little paper, you know, win, 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 but I love some blanks. Like, I, I thought we'd be three and three at best mm, yeah. because – Of one thing, we did not, fellas, we did not have a defense last year. I don't care how you want to put it. Diggs was getting it took to him. He came back and downloaded all of this, digested this, and now he's a better player. Gregory's got a base up on him where he's played a full training camp, no hiccups. And he's done what he had to do. Now, even Anthony Brown, you can see sunlight because he's playing with more confidence. You know, and he's he's mm-hmm. a better player because he understands now that what he has to do. Jordan Lewis understands. I'm a slot corner. If I see something over here, don't worry about it. Yeah. See, just little things that I noticed from last year where guys would think they can take the games to their own yeah. hand. They're not doing that this year because they have a coaching Quinn that says this is what I'm expecting of you. If you don't do it, we'll find another place for you.
0: And didn't last year like interior of the defensive line? They had guys like that shouldn't be. In that spot last oh, year
2: Brother don't even, you know, don't even get And it killed the that.
0: linebackers too It hurts them
2: It, it, it didn't kill them and annihilate them Because one of them ain't <laughs> here Because of that bad defensive line we had last year And we still need some growing Because I'm going to jump a little bit ahead Like I told my guys on the show here uh, Shannon and what we do during the week If our middle of our defense If they fix that I fear no one I fear no one if they can fix the middle of that defense with Gallimore coming back, and if they can find something, because I'm not, I'm not gonna believe in Tristan Hill. I'm sorry, you got to show me. But Gallup showed me flashes, and, I, and if he come back and can stop that, help stop that run.
4: Yep, I, I fear and, no and, one. I mean, I take you take it back to '91, and uh, when when I came in, and you know we had uh, guys like Danny Noonan, yeah, Dean Hamill, and you know. I love those guys, but they were like, you're the number one pick in the draft. you you going to figure it out in, on your own. Right, right. But the thing about it, I was well trained in my years at the University of Miami, Butch Davis, on yeah. how to play the run. Yeah. And that was the number one thing, was playing the run. And it didn't matter. I was the number one pick, and you know, I don't know what people were expecting of me to make all kinds of sacks, but my specialty was against the run. Right. holding big offensive linemen like Nate <laughs> off of uh, my linebackers, off of Dixon Netwoods, off of uh, Ken you know, Norton. yeah, and letting those linebackers run behind me. And if they make the tackle, that's great. If I make the tackle, it's great. But it all starts on playing the run up front. And in the last couple of years, especially last year, I looked at how some of our, uh, especially the interior linemen, wasn't playing the run as well as they could have been. And we were getting gassed. And if you can't stop the run, you can't get off the field.
2: You can't.
1: R.J., Nate said just by getting new players, he knew they were going to get better. One, did you see this – I think everybody that knows the Cowboys well thought if they could get middle-of-the-pack defense 17 or or better that this was a contender. But did you see them getting this better this fast? And what do you
0: attribute it to? I mean, he's kind of right. I mean, just by getting new players, like just by getting on the field, they were never going to be as bad as they were last year. Like there was really no way that teams don't – have... I mean, look at the teams at the top of the defense last year. Rams, Bucks, They've dropped down. Washington, they've dropped back a little bit. It's hard. It's almost impossible to maintain your same defense year to year. They were going to be better because they weren't going to get... I mean, how many fumbles and turnovers they have last year that put them in bad spots right, where you're, right. you're already on your side of the field? So you're giving up points that are short fields, and you did not know it wasn't going to happen again. Zeke's not going to fumble five times in no. six games again, no, and Dak no. wasn't going to you know get hurt again, knock on wood, and you know... Yeah, right? Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, they he were gonna,
2: does, He is hurt. But anyway. Yeah, but you know what I mean. You know, I mean, hurt, hurt.
0: <laughs> okay. I mean, hurt, hurt. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> man, you're going to you're gonna regret this now, okay? Dang, man. But they were just going to be better, like, by default. You and know, then you see Diggs, you know, Diggs second year in. I mean, nobody expected this. Yeah.
2: He downloaded, bro. He like a computer. Mm-hmm. He downloaded, Russ. What you think, Russ?
4: Oh, I tell you what. It comes to a point where things just click. Yeah. And uh, for me, it was my third year. And just things, just, uh, I felt like I was in the zone. I was like, man, I got this. And you've seen things before. Uh, you know you know when a block is happening. You know when the ball's coming your way. I can say the same thing about digs. I mean, you see him over just jumping routes and uh, just taking that ball and just being in the right place at the right time. Uh, as, as Nate says, you download it and it's like you, you play in the zone and you you ready. You, you just like, hey, I'm here and I'm ready to
2: play. I'm uh, um, it- this is what bothers me, uh, you know, and, and, and I say what I say because when I talked to Coach Quinn during training camp, mm-hmm. I stopped him just two times. I said, Coach, I'm not going to be one of them guys. I can see film and, and get a, a good understanding of what's going on. W- what made you get the kid from Kentucky? What made you like ha- uh, uh, Hampton? What, 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 uh, what is it? Bohanna. Bo- Bohanna. No, not Bohanna. The other kid with an H, the other big stocky, stocky kid. But anyway, I'm asking him about these players. I'm asking him about. Parsons. And he said, this is my role I see for him. This is my role I see for him. This is my role. He had a role for every player. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm not asking him to do nothing more than what... That was Jimmy.
4: Yep. That, in, a, Jim, in a nutshell. I've
2: seen Jimmy cuss coaches. Out. What is he doing in the game in this situation anyway? Right. right. Mm-hmm. Don't put a kid in a position to fail. Put a kid, that's what you do as a coach. That's what we did not do Last year, be it the Zoom meetings. Yeah. Defensively, we did none of our guys should have been standing up. D-Law, yeah. Evanston Griffin. None of them guys should have been standing up. They should have been down with their hands in the dirt, and you should have been playing the, the type of defense. Now, we weren't going to fix the middle of our defense. Terry Poe was not ready to play for the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. He had already shut it down, yeah. him and a few other guys. And so that's why I say these guys knew who they were.
4: Yeah. Everybody has a role. When yeah. Coach Johnson is uh, basically – his three edicts were get good players, get rid of the bad players, <laughs> and those good players that you have, put them in a position to be yeah, successful. That's and it. it. it, it it's, it's simple. It's simple.
1: Nate, but, in the beginning, were you one of the good players that he was trying to get or one of the bad players he was uh, trying no, to get rid of? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> the, the,
2: thing, the thing about it is
1: – see, I know my story.
2: Uh, I wasn't given gr- great grades to Coach Johnson by my former staff. Mm-hmm. But Coach Johnson had an eye for film. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't have a problem with this dude. Yeah, we gonna, we gonna, the weight's going to be a challenge, but look at his feet. Mm-hmm. He can move people off the ball. He, he, he knew talent. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of times, you let the girth get in the way of what you're trying to look at. You, let, you can't see the, the, the athlete for the fact. <laughs> he saw the athlete, baby. He saw the athlete. Yeah. Come on. We got same, two more red right up in here. here Come here. on, man. Same, Come I, can,
4: on. I can attest because yeah. uh, if he saw the fat <laughs> from me coming out of Chicago, man, yeah. I'd have still been in Chicago right now yeah. to this day. Yeah. But he saw, he saw the feet. He saw the, a little bit of speed there. Yeah. He said, you know what? This guy, you know, he's uh, not necessarily.
2: determination,
4: bro. Yeah. Yeah. He said I'm, you know, he's not necessarily a prospect or the best prospect, but he could be a project that we can work with.
1: All right, we're going to take our next break before we go to break. RJ, did the did the depth chart come out after y'all show this morning? It did.
0: Yes, okay. that depth chart. Was I, nice. I want to
1: get since you haven't had a chance to talk about the depth chart, it came up in Coach McCarthy's press conference. Nate has an opinion on it. I want to get your and Russell's opinion on it when we come back. You're listening to Cowboys Crosstalk on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network.
3: SWBC Mortgage's Cowboys Crosstalk. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Join the more
1: than 120,000 customers that SWBC Mortgage has helped to find their happier way home. Visit SWBCMortgage.com. Wait till after the show and find a pro today. Welcome back to the show. Shannon Gross, RJ Choppy, Nate Newton, and Russell Maryland here at Cowboys Club in Frisco, (laughs) Texas. Yeah, and RJ does a little morning drive show that was a little bit too early this morning to, to see the <laughs> the depth chart update that Coach McCarthy, uh, I guess I don't, I guess he had to address in his uh, address. his yes. morning press yes. conference. Let's just put it that way. And when uh, one Lyle Collins wound up being uh, not, he's back in the rotation this week, and he's not listed as a starter. He's listed as a backup. I guess uh, what you, what would you say? Tackle guard, yeah. Right slash. tackle, he's a
2: backup, and the left guard, he's a backup. And what and I'm gonna tell you, the unique thing about that is normally you have a swing tackle, right? Mm-hmm. But he ain't swing tackle. He swing yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? yeah, he's just yeah. swinging. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> for you to be specific at two positions, yeah, like, which position he played back in '16, the left guard. I'm, you know. And what I was impressed about was Coach McCarthy must have got in front of the mirror and practiced <laughs> the attack that came at him and the different angles that the, that the local media brought at him and he just answered. Is, he, he was dealing just, with Oh, him. he was dealing, wow. man. That's what I liked about it. Uh-huh. it, it wasn't, he didn't take time to get a normal. Well let me think about this so I can get it right. It's like he's like, hey, rich Prepping. Rich got it yeah, right Rich did. Well, from 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 Lyle all the way to Dak. I mean, and he
1: was changing stories in the middle of each time, but he was kind of he was being consistent. So yeah, I like that. So RJ, does that mean to you that they're just trying to get him back in "quote unquote" football shape, or does that mean that he's they're, He's they're possibly
0: okay. This is your new role. Well, you know what Tuesday is? <laughs> What's Tuesday? Isn't that the deadline? Mm. That is the deadline.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's ugly. <laughs> that's ugly. that's trade deadline. It got really Really, you quiet. that don't know? That's the trade that Chappy boy. You GM Chappy. <laughs> there's
0: like 31 teams. I could be the GM for not this one, but 31 other. Right? <laughs> no. Um, I don't. Yeah, you know, I don't know what. I don't know what. I don't know what to make of it. Cause usually, like, I don't know when. When you come back, do you, do you think you, most time you just get your job back? If I know, you, I know it didn't happen with somebody yeah. here. If Number the,
2: four, I kept it. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. If you are the better player, mm-hmm. or what happens is you win with this one guy. Yeah. And so we knew with Dak it was over 12, 13 games that yeah. they won. Yeah, it was a lot. And it was big winners. Mm-hmm. It was like an 11-game win yeah. streak. Yeah. But you don't you, stop that. Yeah, but now to me – and I'm thinking even to the guy that works with y'all broader, I think Lyle is the better right tackle. But Coach McCarthy ain't seen but one game out of him. Yeah. And, and, and this is what really hurt me this morning is one of our podcast members, Amber Garcia, is I think of mm-hmm. She said, I don't care what they do as long as Dak's standing up at the end of the game and <laughs> helping. Yeah, right. So I, that made me think. That, Russ, what you think, man? Normally, if you're better than the other guy, you get your job back. Yeah, you you, you would think,
4: but uh, I, I honestly believe that Coach McCarthy is maybe sending a message to him, just basically yeah. say, hey, um, you know, just get your mind right, get yourself together, and uh, you know, just think about some things. Get your, get your. Uh, I, I think it might be a motivational type of thing yeah, um, right, for right. Lael. and uh, for some players, <laughs> just being sat down like that. Really, uh, you know, get some motivated. So I yeah. think it could be like a motivating uh, gesture on Coach McCarthy's part for him.
0: And maybe, maybe conditioning-wise, he, he ain't ready yet. Although, I mean, it's not like he's coming back from an injury. It's yeah, because he's been working so with Brits. He's been yeah. working, so yeah. it's probably not a conditioning thing. And I don't want to say it's a punishment thing because he's already been punished. Mm-hmm. But maybe it is a message that they're trying to send.
4: And then also the the continuity of it all. I mean, you're doing good Thank with the, with Steel yeah. in there, so. It's kind of like, oh man, you know, you don't want to, you, know, you just leave, leave what you got alone. So, yeah, that that could be, uh, that could be what it, what it is too.
2: See, the thing is, I, I, I would like to talk to Lyle. Yeah, I, I really would, but Lyle he's a he's an ultimate professional. He's not going to divulge anything. So, but the guy that gets a chance to talk to Lyle or his agent because agents don't care. They will talk. Mm-hmm. You know, I would like to know because. To me, Lyle is the better right tackle. But he's also better than the left guard. So, you know, I'm I'm saying in my mind, what what is coach doing? But then I remember what the young lady said this morning. At the end of the game, I need number four, standing
1: up and as healthy as he can be. What what is going on? What's the conversation like today when this came out in the offensive line room? Knowing that Lyle's a guy, he's a veteran, he's a guy that's been on this team, that's worked, that's – a great player, you know, what's that What's that talk like? Like when he comes in and they see that, is it? Is it kind of you don't really talk about it or are you? are you uh, cracking jokes like, oh, man, you lost your job. Like, cl- what are they doing? The
2: closest thing that ever happened to that was Coach Johnson. See, that's one thing I remind about Coach Johnson. I don't know Coach McCarthy, his tactic. But I remember when they wanted Eric at right tackle. Mm-hmm. Coach Johnson came right. In our meeting, and said, I don't care what y'all do. I'm serious. I want Eric, Eric Williams as my starting right tackle. Mm. I was the starting right tackle at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I tell people, I'm happy go lucky, but yeah. you mess with my money. Yeah. I went and ran Coach Johnson down right before the next practice. It was two a day. <laughs> I said, Look here, man, you told me when you threw me at this right tackle, which I didn't want to be, either I was going to be cut or play right tackle. I'm still one of the best five offensive linemen. Do I go back home to my left guard? Next day, I'm sitting at left guard. Up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kevin, Kevin Gogan was upset. Kevin Gogan was yeah. like, I can't believe that I just lost my job because the Air Force Nation lost his job. No, I, I, I know politics too. I
4: tell you what, a similar situation happened with me. Uh, when my the fifth year that I was there in 1995, season, when Dion came. Right. So Dion came in, and that kind of just shuffled some things over the money. Well, that's a cap year, right? First cap, a cap year. Yeah. So, it, and so uh, I, I got a tip uh, between one practice from uh, from a media guy. I said, Hey, Russ, man, I heard you about to get <laughs> traded. I said, Oh, really? <laughs> I, started, I was like, Well, I'll be there. <laughs> and so uh I, so I, I, I couldn't do nothing about it. And then uh, I went through practice and people were looking at me funny, you know, and I was, I was like, man. So, as soon as after practice, I called my agent. I was like, hey, what's going on? And uh, I talked to the secretary. The secretary was like, oh, your agent's, the agent's not in the office uh, at this moment. Uh, I'll just leave a message. Unbeknownst to me, my agent was flying here. And Troy and I had the right. same agent. Right. And so uh, I, didn't, I, I heard from him after I saw. Troy coming out of the office with my agent at the time, and they had redone Troy's contract. So that saved me.
2: Right, right.
4: It saved me. So uh, he called me up. He's like, oh, you know, hey, things happen like that. Don't worry. Go get some rest, uh, you know. And <laughs> go get some rest. <laughs> go get How's some it? rest. Get get some training. If you can rest. sleep. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if you can fall asleep, go get some rest. I was nervous as heck, man. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and
2: I'm telling you, uh, Kevin Gogan. one thing I loved about Kevin, whereas they knew I would have took it and not said a lot, and I've still been that same having fun type guy Yeah. and looking at people kind of crazy. But Kevin Gogan was not happy the rest of the year. Kevin was vocal when it was not disrupting the team. He did not disrupt the team. But whenever he had a chance to take a shot at the coaches, he took a shot. You know how Kevin <laughs> yeah, yep, you know, okay. Intelligent, smart way. You know, he let everybody know. And was the first chance he got, he went to the Raiders. And uh, that – but. We were a very, very good team, and we had starters at backup. I would have been a starter at backup. Kevin Gogan, John Geese. We had starters at
3: backup. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. we had the luxury. Yeah, D-, D line also. I mean, yeah,
2: we're rotating.
3: Yeah.
4: three or four defensive tackles in between uh, me, Tony Casillas, Chad Henning, Leon Let. I mean, it'd be times I, you know, I come in there fourth quarter, man. I'd be fresh, ready right. to go. And then beat guys down, you know, because we had that
2: rotation. We had a lot of good depth. And see, the thing that's amazing is that Cowboys have that in their offensive line. Now, we, I don't like comparing eight uh, eras, but our, our guys were way better. For as I'm talking about our, our center is a question mark. He's growing and getting better. I'm talking about the day center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't have a no question mark. It was big baby stepnosky and the other kid that we and other guy we got from uh, from from the uh, from the Colts and a uh, big yeah. bruiser guy. Mm-hmm. And so they were all starters. And so the league is more thinner now. Ray Donaldson. Yeah, Ray Donaldson. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we had. Well, it's a cap league yeah. now, I and mean, you can't. Yeah, keep you that, can't I mean, keep yeah. that, that great player. So now you got Lyle, and I know, I know. He may shake coach hand and say I'll do whatever it takes, but he ain't he, his yeah. agent getting the air full. Yeah, there's, his there's, two, in the air there's full. really
0: two ways you could build a team now: a lot of stars and no bench, right? Or yeah. no stars and a big bench. That's the right. Just, you got to pick your poison. Yes, sir. Yeah, totally. And that's wow.
1: that's one thing that I think this team has that they haven't had in a while: is offense and defense. You have you have a little bit of depth as yes, to where before it was like you were going to get yeah. guys off the couch to, hey, we need you to play this week mm-hmm. and plugging them right in. So that's not the talent, not the, not the near the depth you guys had in the 90s, but I think this is a luxury that they have this year that they haven't had in a long time on both sides of the ball. That bad year last year allowed Coach Philbin,
2: Coach Kellen did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Did I say Kellum right? You
1: said it with an, with an N on the end instead of an M. So, yeah. <laughs> Kellum. You're getting <laughs> better. <laughs> really, you know what? Let me say this right here about, about Kellum Moore, uh,
2: which I used to criticize totally last year. Oh, I used to crush him. It's Shannon will tell you. But he's grown. The players have grown. Mm-hmm. And, I'm a, and, I told, and I told everybody this today on our uh, podcast. Kellum, a little secret here. If you do become... A head coach next year, you better take Coach Filbin.
1: Mm. You better take him. That's your MVP so yeah. far. Yes, it? sir. You better staff. take Coach Filbin. What do you What do you think, RJ? What do you coaching wise? Who's your MVP on, on the coaching staff? A lot of people are going to say Dan Quinn. Nate thinks it's Filbin. Oh, yes, sir. Without a Some doubt. Some people may say Kellen Moore. Kellen, Kellen Moore with the way he's calling plays. Who Who do you? The
0: kid from Boys. Who do you think? I, I mean, <laughs> look, the offense is unstoppable right now. I, I don't know that. I mean, you got to give a lot of credit to Kellen, but I mean, you've got Dak, to you've who? got to Kellen more. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you, you got you got uh, you got Dak, you got CD, you got Amara, Mar, you got Zeke playing playing well again, and the O line's giving him room to run. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know that's it's almost on cruise control. I, I think it has to be Dan Quinn. He did the he did the one thing he had to do is that he made he simplified the defense and he made he allowed the players to play spots that that. That fits their skill set. Yes. And and we just didn't see that. The defensive line last year, those guys are playing out of position a lot of times. and it, that, that, to me, that changed the entire course of this team. This team was having to win games because of Dak was putting up 44, 44 points last year in, in the few games that he played. And now they can win a normal football game. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know? Mm-hmm. It, it, not, not a rat race. They can win a normal game. Right, right. Wow. Yeah,
4: I have to agree with you. Um, even though I haven't looked at it that closely, but uh, I'd have to say just by basically on what I've heard about Coach Quinn, I had a chance to meet him when he was at Atlanta. Uh, my boy Cortez Kennedy, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, he uh, really knew him well when he uh, you know, uh, at the Seahawks and uh, afterwards uh, Coach Quinn has really been able to put guys in position to just uh, to, to improve, and you see that steady improvement over this, uh, this year from last year. And uh, so I'd have to I'd have to agree with you, RJ, on Coach Quinn.
1: All right, man, time flies when you have a, a when you're in great yeah,
4: company. I know, man. 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 <laughs> the
1: show is almost over, but we have one more segment, and we'll save the best for last. Let's let's when we come back, let's talk. Are we worried about Dak? No. And then there's a football game up north on Sunday against possibly the second best team they faced so far the more i look at this game the more i get worried Once right. a, when i look back at who they played and the margin of victory and who they've beaten i'm starting to get worried i thought this was going to be oh yeah they're going to they're going to kill these guys but i'm i'm getting a little worried i want to get y'all's take on that all Mexico. that and maybe the more way to Mexico, when we when <laughs> we come back here you know, listen to cowboys crosstalk on the Dallas Cowboys radio network
3: WBC Mortgage's Cowboys Crosstalk. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco.
1: Back to the final segment of the show and what a show it's been. Shannon Gross joined by R.J. Choppy to his right. The great Nate Newton and to his right our guest of honor tonight, Russell Maryland. Final segment. Thanks for joining us Russ. Thank you for having me. Before we get into the last segment of current Cowboys football. Believe it or not, and you wouldn't know by being around him or listening to him, but Nate's a very humble guy. Yo. Nate doesn't <laughs> like to talk about himself. Uh huh. I want to know. We have an opportunity. You guys used to go against each other in practice. Yeah. What was Nate like on the football field?
4: Man, I tell you what, uh, competitor. Uh, you know, always happy-go-lucky, fun, cracking jokes. But when it came down to practicing, Nate was a competitor. I remember going up against him plenty of times, one-on-one pass rush Yeah, trails. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, you know, I I, I tried my best to, <laughs> you know, do some moves and get Nate to go. Ah, you know, get back to the quarterback, have Nate clap them hands. God, ah, got me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, wow. But uh so that was You one, remember that? that? Yeah. <laughs> ah, <laughs> But, but, you know, uh, Nate had his uh, time where I would be the one that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to tell
2: you, our rotation was so great, and he named it Casillas, Henning, him, uh, Leon. Leon. These were all three diff- all four different type built guys. Yeah. yeah. And you weren't going to never get the same. So you couldn't lock in on a guy in practice. Like now you can kind of lock in on a guy in practice because the talent. But you couldn't never lock in. Yeah. You got 3 4 different rushes every time. I'm like, "Wow." Yeah. You know, and uh, I, and even in practice they wanted us to go through a couple of times, you know, how, how they replace guys. But well, we had to stand there all the way through two rounds of it. They wanted you to go through two rounds. Two times, you go out, go against Russ two times. Russ leave out, then here go Leon. Oh, so man. I got to wait all the way. Till they get back, and now I'm looking at Leon. Okay, what do I remember in the film that Leon <laughs> going to do? Well, I know his arms is going to be eight inches longer than mine. So, <laughs> so it, 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 it was competitive, man, but I'm telling you uh, – that was then. This is now, and, and and it was the same way this year for for our defense. Mm-hmm. They was they were much better pass rushes. They gave our offensive line and training camp much better pass rushes. It was something to go back and look at this year, and it, that was a good thing.
4: The main thing about that is iron sharpens iron. You yeah, know what I mean, and uh, you know, back in, in '91 or whether it's uh, happening today, you go out there, and you make. Each other better, Stepnowski. Yeah, uh, you know we, we didn't we didn't talk a whole bunch, you know uh, during uh, you know off the field, but when it came to practice, he gave me his best. Yeah, and I gave him my best, and I knew that anybody that I went up against wouldn't be better than the guys that I was going up against. Mm-hmm. Whether it be Larry Allen, Stepnowsky, <laughs> Ray <Man>. Donaldson, Big <laughs> Nate, John Ghost Go- Gogan I mean. Uh, I knew it wasn't those those guys. I had the best throughout the week. Sundays would be easy.
2: Yeah. I'm gonna tell you something. Ain't that amazing? I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell you what was amazing is I didn't care who you was. You'd rather practice against me any day than go over there against Larry Allen or Eric Wee. <laughs> 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 and see the thing, but we had, we brother in law. Everybody brother. You we brother in law because on certain days you're like, man, I ain't feeling it today. <laughs> Yo, man, don't kill me today. You know. You know, you know, don't don't do this to me today. <laughs> Take you know. me, yeah. And I'm telling you, even Tony Tobin, which I hope he'll be on the show in December, who used to go hard all the time, him and Big E, does not work out a scheme. Yeah, because what because Jimmy demanded that you practice at a high level. He demanded that. So even when you brother-in-law, you better be giving it a credit. <laughs> oh,
1: <yeah. laughs> RJ, this team, thirty-five or more points. Four weeks in a row. If they do it again this week, they set a franchise record for most most thirty five point games or more in franchise history. In a row, in a row, in a row. Yeah, in a row. What do you, what do you, what do you, how do you put Dak into words of what he's doing? Because the one, the one thing I I love Dak, great human, great leader. Has done everything at every level anyone's ever asked him, and everybody's been like, he's okay, he's okay. The one thing I've always been a little worried about is I've never seen him put a team on his back consistently when they needed to, and he did it in New England when he had a terrible game, and he went right down the field, and they wound up winning the game, and I'm like, okay, yeah. he, he's all right, he's 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 elite to me now, what he's doing. So, what do you think about Dak, and are you worried about his?
0: Worried about the the calf injury? Um, No, I'm not worried about it. Okay. Uh, everything, I mean, long-term, I'm not worried about it. I mean, it may impact him this week, but, I mean, in terms of him and how he's played this year, I mean, it's almost like it, Like he's got the answers to the test now. Like, mm-hmm. he knows what's coming. Like, there's nothing that he hasn't seen. Yeah. And you always think around, like, year six. that Those guys, year six, they make that jump. And... You know, for me, what, what, I, what I've noticed is, and, and you'll see a lot of guys, like they, they can't do this, and then they finally figure out that they have to just be patient, and they can't get that big play all at once. And if it has to be a three-yard run, then it's got to be a three-yard run. Mm-hmm. And if it's got to be a short pass, it's got to be a short pass. And, he, and he's always done a good job of doing that, I think. But this year, it just seems like his mind's kind of like in that zone where he knows what the defense is going to do. He's a step ahead of them. He's using his talent. He's using his mind, and, and he's not really having to use his feet all that much either.
2: Mm, yeah. Big rush, rush. So
4: what I would say as far as uh, my my important thing on the team, uh, you know, when when I played, we broke. I broke the uh, season up into four quarters, and Coach Johnson always used to driving us as far as the game. The fourth quarter, you have to be your strongest. Mm. You have to win the fourth quarter, and I just uh, I took that. As you have we have to win the fourth quarter of the season. I've seen uh, lots of flash, you know, with the Cowboys teams in the past doing well all the way up until December, and then they trail off, mm-hmm. trail off and then go yeah. into the playoffs or not and, and uh, peter out. Uh, I think the most important, you know, it's great that they're winning now, great that they're 5-1 and one in the second quarter of the season. You know, I know we got extra game and everything, but uh, talk to me in December. These guys are doing in December,
2: and that's going to tell you because that that elite word just—we throw that around like it's like you know. And I'm not looking at you, Shannon, because I know you're looking at me. I'm looking right (laughs) at you. We throw that elite thing around like you know. I don't. It it, 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 ain't but four or five elite quarterbacks, and and they all got one thing in common: Super Bowls. Yeah. In mm-hmm. NFC and AFC championship games. Yeah. And, and I keep telling everybody, just when you get in the tournament, the tournament or whatever you want to call it, anything <laughs> can happen. No, no. The
3: tournament. The tournament. Tune- you can pick out what I just said.
2: You can pick out what I just said. But it ain't failed yet, Russ. The first week, all the trash get delivered. The second week, all the garbage get taken out. And now you got the elite players playing in the third week. That's right. that's how it's gonna go every time. If your team is legit, it will be in the second round, and it will win in the second round, and you will be in the NFC or AFC championship game. Now, anything can happen, a la Tom Brady versus the the, the Green Bay Packers yeah. last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. hell of a game, a lot of interceptions thrown, but the defense rolls up four. Then it gets to Tampa the ball Bay. bounces which
0: way. Thank you, right? You Thank know? you. All those teams, they're all they're all equal when you Thank get to that you. level. Yeah. I mean, the ball
2: bounces a little bit your way, and then. So, now, yep. that word elite, you know, I, I reserve that for a few, you know. Mm. So, I, I'm Shannon, we're going to go back and forth on this. I know you're to attack me We tomorrow. got plenty of season. <laughs> <night>. <laughs> we're going to attack <laughs> you tomorrow. Nate <laughs> went on the show and told me uh, Dak is an elite. Now nah, I didn't say he wasn't elite. I'm just saying
1: he ain't did elite yet. That's all right. We, we can agree to disagree. All right, real quick, let's go around nice, the table. Nice suit. Oh, thank you. Um, Nice T-shirt. RJ, (laughs) it may be too early in the week for you to do this, but do you have a little prediction for Sunday night, and what do the Cowboys need to do to win?
0: Look, I I do think it is going to be a a tough game. That's not an easy place to play. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's very, very loud. This might be their hardest road contest they've had. It's probably a louder place than New England or or L.A., Um, maybe Tampa, but I I think this is going to be their toughest road environment. But I think they win. I mean, Kirk at night, we know what Kirk Cousins at night is. <laughs> yeah, he's like me, quarterbacking at night. So <laughs> I I, I, I to take care of We'll eat him up. <laughs> Go ahead, on Russ. <laughs> yeah, I, hey, uh, you know I
4: love what the Cowboys are doing. If they, if they, if they won the off week, then they'll win this week. As simple as that.
2: Yeah, I, they took care of business doing off week. Yes. And I always got the Cowboys that won. Always, baby. All I need to do is win. If I can win me seventeen games, one point of a, t- a piece, I'm good. Every week. Every week. Every Cowboys
1: week. by one. Yeah. Every single Every week.
2: week. Then it can be elite. <laughs> 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 here, we, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What you
1: right. going to do, Shadow? I, I think it's going to be a great game. I <laughs> think it's going to be really tough. I think they sh- they could have lost that game in New England. I think this is going to be the same kind of game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be really tough. But I think the Cowboys are going to leave there with a W. Oh Mexico. 6-1. Yeah. Yeah. Mexico. One. RJ, man, you come back anytime. Anytime. Nate, hey. I, you, I guess hey. I'll you see you, you next week. Russ. Thank you for having me. We'll see you yeah. in December. You said talk to you in December. There we'll we see go. you then. There we go. This <laughs> has been Cowboys Crosstalk on the Dallas Cowboys
3: Radio Network.